This is Brand USA Talks Travel, elevating the conversation about international travel to the United States. Here's your host, Mark Lapidus. How did your path take you into tourism? Well, it started a long time ago, actually, when I was in the fifth or sixth grade that I noticed a young man walking down the street. I was in a record shop that day, and I looked out the window and just saw this guy walk by. On the back of his backpack was the British flag. I had been to the UK three years earlier, and I saw a connection. I ran out there and introduced myself, and he was there seeking the blues learning about the blues, where it came from. And it just set off something in me to realize there's something from our town, something about our history. And then years later, in 1999, a friend of mine who was with tourism in Nashville wanted to come to our Sunflower Blues Festival in August. And I noticed that there were a lot of people from different places. And I said, Terry, do you think there's anything to this? And he says, yes, Bubba. And that set me off on a path to search out why do people come here? What do we have? Nobody told me about our blues history. We just grew up with it. Nobody told me that Tennessee Williams grew up in Clarksdale and a lot of his writings were influenced during his time here and characters were named after real people in Clarksdale, some of them who I knew. It just blew my mind. So I spent about 20 years doing what my profession was, which was construction and custom homes. I started buying buildings, renovating them, and it began to revitalize our town. That time, there weren't four cars on any of the streets downtown. And if you go down there today, it's just a bustling small town. Four years ago, I had the opportunity to become the tourism director for Visit Clarksdale. And I said yes, and it's been a great path. I got the best job in the world. I'm speaking with Bob O'Keefe, executive director of Visit Clarksdale. Let's talk about the legendary Crossroads, the place where the story goes that Robert Johnson sold his soul to the devil to become an incredible blues guitar player. Can you please describe that Crossroads and tell us about the tourists that come there from all over the world? Well, as you know, the Blues Crossroads is a sign there that uh, has three guitars that symbolizes the location where Robert Johnson sold his soul to the devil. Now, I don't know if you know the story behind Robert Johnson, but he is buried in three places. So, you know, it's the same way with the crossroads. Where was the crossroads? I can't tell you for sure. But the fact is that growing up locally, that was known as the crossroads because you're at the intersection of the two blues highways, Highway 61 and 49. So if you were a blues musician coming out of the south part of Mississippi, out of the Delta, coming to Clarksdale or Memphis or St. Louis or Chicago, you came through that intersection. It is an incredible draw just to come there because they know that Clarksdale is the blues capital of the world. They feel something there. And one of the great things about that location is Abe's Barbecue. It's owned by the same Lebanese family since 1924. So if you want great barbecue, you go to Abe's, sit outside, and you can look at the iconic sign at the crossroads intersection of Highway 61 and 49. You just solved an amazing mystery for me, Bubba. What's that? Mystery was, God said to Abraham, it's from a Bob Dylan song. He says, tell me where you want this killing done. He says, do it out on Highway 61. (laughs) Amen. That's it. Highway 61. (laughs) I never knew where it was, and now I know. Thank you. My pleasure. Bubba, how does one take a small town like Clarksdale, Mississippi, which is an hour and 20 minutes from Memphis, and turn it into an international destination? 
Well, we didn't turn it into an international destination. Our international visitors did because we are home of the blues. We have more blues musicians from Clarksdale than anywhere in the world per capita. We are literally the blues capital of the world. We have live blues music seven nights a week, and they come here because they want to know where it all started. How did the blues start the British invasion? You know, the first rock and roll song ever written was a song called Rocket 88 by Ike Turner and Jackie Brinston, who were living at the Riverside Hotel in Clarksdale, Mississippi. Now, Sam Phillips at Sun Studios deemed it the first rock and roll song ever recorded. So people around the world have known this. We want to introduce them to Clarksdale so that they, when they come here, it's not all bright lights. It's not all these step-on, step-off tour buses. This is the kind of town in the Mississippi Delta where blues began, where you immerse yourself in the community. You really have to detox from the world or whatever world you come from, and you immerse yourself in a community full of characters. We like to say we have more characters than Sesame Street. I'm one of them, and when you come, you'll be one too. A few weeks ago, I was listening to Spotify, and Rocket 88 came on. I hadn't heard it in years. <laughs> and I really recommend that song to people that maybe you've never heard it and don't understand what Bub is talking about. you got to listen to it. Because when you hear Rocket 88, you will understand how rock and roll started. Well, and it was written, like I said, at the Riverside Hotel, which has a great music history. It was an African-American hospital back in the 20s and 30s through the 40s. Bessie Smith died there in 1937. Then it became a Green Book Hotel, and you would have all the greats, all the well-known stay there. B.B. King, Aretha Franklin's dad, I could go on and on. But today, it is on the 11 most endangered historic properties on the National Park Service, and they just got a half a million dollar grant to restore it. But it is like walking back into time. No doubt a lot of tourists come for the blues to Clarksdale, but then end up doing many other things. How do you entice them to spend an extra day or two in Cahoma County? Well, that's a great question, Mark. You know, we are literally promoting two or three nights here because you can't do it in a day. We have great civil rights history, an African-American heritage that not only covers Clarksdale, but throughout the Delta, which is about an hour, hour and a half drive. You could go down to Cleveland to the Grammy Museum, go down to Leland to the Kermit Frog Museum, and then another day you go to Indianola to the B.B. King Museum. Another day you can go down to Sumner, Mississippi, where the original courtroom is for the Emmett Till trial, and then down, right down the road from there is the Glendora for the Emmett Till Museum. But in Clarksdale, we have so many attractions. You've got the Delta Blues Museum, which was the first museum dedicated to blues music in the world. You have Ground Zero. You have Quapaw Canoe Company that takes you out on the Mississippi River in a world-class expedition, taking Anthony Bourdain out in the past on one of his shows. It's just an incredible experience to be able to go out on the Mississippi River in a wooden canoe that they make, 30-foot wooden canoes patterned after the Canadian French voyagers. Go have lunch on a sandbar or spend the night. You can do an overnight trip, two, three-night trip, 10-day trip all the way down to New Orleans to the Gulf of Mexico, spending the night all along the sandbars along the way. It's an incredible adventure, not to mention the live blues music seven nights a week. So we are very aggressive about getting the message out about what there is to do in Clarksdale. And today we're still doing it once a week. Thousands of fans show up for the Juke Joint Festival. Must be great for the local economy. It's fantastic. 
Roger Stoley at Cathead and I started that 20-something years ago. Just We had been talking about several ideas, and I walked in a store one day on January the 28th, whatever year that was, and said, let's do that idea that we've been talking about. He said, which idea is that? And I said, let's have a festival. And right there, we started laying out the plans for that. And in two months, we had a festival. And it was all based on putting business back in businesses. So we don't have a main stage. We don't have a big beer sponsor. It's all about putting you in the places, local juke joints, local nightclubs, art galleries, whatever it is that could be a music venue, that's where you go. Now, during the day, it's all free to the public. It's probably 100 music acts all over town for free. It has done a lot for our community. It's brought life back to downtown. And we're seeing repeat visitors every year, like Liechtenstein, Melbourne, Australia, and gathering new people all the time. What time of year is it? About the third week of April. Go to our website at visitclarksdale.com. We have a music calendar. We have over 20 festivals a year. Granted, some of them are small. This weekend, we got the Tennessee Williams Festival, the Deep Blues Festival. End of October, we'll have the Hambone Festival, and we'll have Cruising the Crossroads, which is a car and truck show. So there's always something going on in Clarksdale. What would I hear if I tuned into WROX Radio, and could you give me a bit of its history? Well, WROX is our local hometown AM station. It does now airs on FM2. You're going to hear a lot of more 60s and 70s. But it's just a local AM station. It's the kind that you can't find driving down the road anymore. And that's another thing to do in Clarksdale is just drive around Cahoma County. Take all these little roads around the county. Look at the cotton fields. Go out to the river. You'll see Blues Trail markers along the way. And tune in to WROX. 1450 on your AM dial. When I was growing up, they had a legendary disc jockey by the name of Early Wright. He was a wonderful personality on the air. He was the first African-American disc jockey in the state of Mississippi. He was also a promoter of gospel music, and he was working at WROX in one of their original locations on 257 Delta Avenue on the second floor when a young man walked in, and his name was Elvis Presley. And Elvis Presley performed two times in that studio. It was a big studio because most of the things performed in those days were live. Early White met Elvis there, and Elvis was in his very green years. He was promoting his shows at the local VFW club, and Early Wright was a very great dresser, suits, ties. He is known to have given Elvis pointers on showmanship. But he had the longest running, continuous running radio program until he went off the air. I'd like to hear about your Travel Week experience, and maybe you could let our listeners know how you work with Brand USA. Brand USA has been great for us. We went to their first Travel Week UK Europe three years ago. And needless to say, Mark, Clarksdale is without a doubt the smallest DMO there. I was new. I had had the job for about a year as executive director. I just have the confidence because I've met so many people from around the world. Wherever I go, I feel as big as New York, Miami, Las Vegas, all of them. Not that anybody's better than anybody, but Brand USA welcomed me in as if I was one of the top ten. And it made all the difference for me to go in there. And, of course, we already had tour companies coming, and there were a lot of tour companies that were not coming to Clarksdale. But they had heard about it because we get a lot of media. You know, in July, we had three pages in Travel and Leisure. How does a little destination like Clarksdale, Mississippi do that? It's just because of who we are. 
again, we went there last year in London, and this year I just got back from Frankfurt. It's just exciting to feel the connection with the rest of the destinations throughout the United States and to feel the warmth and to make the relationships with these tour companies, particularly in UK and Europe. It's just incredible. And, you know, that is really the trick for Clarksdale. We really want to encourage people to come to our Visit Clarksdale Tourism office so we can get them the lay of the land. Because when you drive up into Clarksdale, and we had a tour group in our office yesterday, about 30 from Denmark. They've been to Nashville. They've been to Memphis. And I said, look, we're not cute and quaint. We're edgy and gritty. And we're a poor economic area, some of the poorest in the United States. So why are we here? And we let them know you need to detox from the world you come from. And you need to throw out any preconceived notions about what you've learned about our area. And let us reintroduce you to who we really are. You know, we were a new frontier. The railroad was bringing in people from all over the world to set up shops and live here. Lebanese, Italians, Sicilians, Eastern European, Greeks, Chinese, Irish. We have a lot of interesting stories. Now, I can't say they're all true, but they're authentic. (laughs) Tell me about the Delta Blues Museum. The Delta Blues Museum here in Clarksdale was the first museum dedicated to blues music in the world. And they have a blues education program for young people. And today we have one of our biggest blues stars out there. Kingfish is his stage name. And he won a Grammy back in April. Rolling Stones magazine said he would be the next B.B. King right before COVID. And matter of fact, he is going to be at ground zero for the Kingfish homecoming, I think, on December the 9th. But he is just an incredible young man. And these young people that go through the blues education program, they're not going to all be a Kingfish or a B.B. King. But they are the reason that we have as many blues musicians in Clarksdale today. We're so proud of it and proud of Kingfish and all of our blues musicians. They're wonderful ambassadors for us. Clarksdale, Mississippi is definitely on my bucket list now, Bubba. I'm coming. Thanks so much for spending the time with me. Well, thank you. It's been my pleasure, and you got to come see us. Before we go, I wanted to let you know about our next one-to-one virtual business meetings on BrandUSA's Global Marketplace website. These meetings are for Asia-Pacific, and they're happening on December 7th and December 8th. This event connects U.S. partners with buyers from Australia, New Zealand, Japan, and South Korea in a series of up to eight pre-scheduled totally online appointments. For details, contact your BrandUSA rep. That's it for BrandUSA Talks Travel. I'm Mark Lapidus. Thanks for listening. Your feedback is welcome. Email us at podcast at thebrandusa.com or call 202-793-6256. Brand USA Talks Travel is produced by Asher Mirovich, who also composes music and sound. Engineering by Brian Watkins. Please share this podcast with your friends in the travel industry. You may also enjoy many of our archived episodes, which you can find on your favorite podcast platform. Safe travels.